Ah, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to another edition of Prime Sports World. And welcome to another edition of the Prime. Here with my main man, TJ Hopkins. Uh, before I start the show, please like, share, and subscribe to our Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch channels. In case you miss this live feed, you can catch us on our podcast. He is pencil thin. Oh, my God. I'm oh, sorry. You can I catch got... us on all. Yeah, out there. Here, here's the hit. TJ's talking. You can catch us on all podcasts where podcasts can be heard. That is, uh, Apple Music, Amazon, Samsung, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And he must be talking about Victor Wembanyama. Hey, TJ, I'm I'm done with your hating on Victor Wembanyama. It's not. Hey, it's not. It's not hate. It's not hate. It is a genuine What's... concern. It's a genuine concern. I'm about to put. I'm about to man. I I, I need to put the the game on something while we run this. Because yeah, I want to, I want to watch, I want to watch what he's doing. But, anyways, we'll 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 get to we'll we'll get through this podcast real quick here. Um, but yes, today we have the Baltimore Ravens, TJ, and uh, man, man, let me tell you, man, the Baltimore Ravens. I got high praise for the Baltimore Ravens. I think that the Baltimore Ravens are winners, are our championship contenders. I think the mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens can contend for the AFC title. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Anything less than the AFC championship, in my opinion, should be considered a failure for the Baltimore Ravens, in my opinion. I just think I just think the way it's all set up, Lamar Jackson with you know with the team, um, historically, and we'll get to Lamar Jackson, but I Mm -hmm. I just think that this team last year, um, (laughs) you know, had some 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 you know bad breaks, and this year, barring injury and being healthy. This team should be a championship contender, a player in the AFC, someone that should push the Bengals, push the Chiefs, push anybody who's going to come out the AFC that's looking to, you know, to compete. Those three teams, in my opinion, are the top three, you know, teams in the AFC when it comes to, I think, coming out of the AFC. Um, but anyways, TJ, how do you what, – what do you think about how the Ravens, you know, season went last year? Uh, last year, like you said, they just called a they just called a terrible break. Um, the one way Lamar Jackson, the one way you fear him getting hurt, he didn't get hurt. Like they say he runs too much and he's gonna get hurt like that. Well, Lamar Jackson's season ended with him in the pocket. Right, he got hit in the pocket. Um, again, he was the big argument that he had was his contract like that's that's kind of what marked that's kind of what marked the season for them because going into a season with going into a season on on a contract year is never it's never easy it's never um what's the word i'm looking for like peaceful in a way because in the back of your mind in the back of the player's mind is hey if i get hurt I'm costing myself millions, right? I, I'm I'm asking for this. If I get hurt, I can whatever I'm asking for, I can kiss that goodbye. Like that's gone. Mm-hmm. And he got the deal done. Fortunately, unfortunately, uh, is how the rest of their season went. Like the the argument that he has, hey, I was in first place. When I was playing, like we were, we were in first. We were winning the division. We were a lot to be a playoff team, and then I get hurt, and the rest of it, the rest of the season goes to hell, and we miss, like we miss out. That's what happened. Uh, so expectations, like once you've been an MVP, that's the expectation for you every year. Like that's your expectation year in and year out. Once you've been to like once you've been an MVP, once you've been an MVP candidate, once you've been to a Super Bowl, that's the that's the expectation year in and year out. Now I know Lamar Jackson hasn't led the Ravens to a Super Bowl, but he's been an MVP. Like he's he's a former MVP. Right? Like Joey Burrow has never been an MVP, but he's led the Bengals to a Super Bowl. That's the expectation. Right? That Same. no, no, you're right. You're right. So, so like my my expectation for Lamar Jackson is once you like get back into that MVP conversation. Once you've been an MVP, it's easy to win one MVP. And by easy, I'm throwing easy in quotation marks. But like what I'm saying is like it's easy to have one good season. My like what's my motto? Do it again. 
But well, TJ, do it again. But also, envy. We've seen a guy who gets MVPs that's only won one championship, and he's and been Aaron Rodgers, and he only and he's only been to that one Super Bowl. But like, nonetheless, right. but what's the so, expectation? What's like what's the constant expectation? That's what that like, year, that's year the out, argument. Yes, year, year, the best year out. football player in 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 football. Now I do think <laughs> Lamar Jackson. And and speaking of going into the subject, perfect segue into Lamar Jackson's expectations. I think this year's expectations are going to be risen. Right? Yeah. You were banged up last year. You we got paid. The team. You got paid. Shout out to Mama Jackson, Felicia Jones. For negotiating a five-year, two hundred and sixty million dollar contract. Hashtag, Hashtag Lamar Jackson got paid. Hashtag Black Girl Magic. Yes. <laughs> and 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 yeah. I I have to, I have to give a shout out to Felicia Jones for negotiating her son to be the highest quarterback paid in NFL history. Okay, yeah. that's first of all. That's first of all. Um, and then couple that with the fact that. I think that this team, you know, drafting Zay Flowers, signing Odell Beckham Jr. I think this offensive line is solid. Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Limbaugh, uh, you know, to, to name a few. Mark Andrews at the tight end position. Um, if you can get J.K. Dobbins back and healthy, Gus Edwards back and healthy, really, that's the guy I'm really looking at. I think, you know, you can con- turn into that running team. That, that power running style football team, I think that you have a chance, especially with, I think, the way this defense is built. I think that this defense, you know, that's that's one, that's enough, that's probably the biggest question mark is the defense. Are they going to rise? And are they going to be, in uh, you know, up for the occasion? But I think Lamar Jackson, barring injury, he's going to put up numbers regardless. Mm-hmm. regardless. Oh, yeah. And, oh, and, we, and, and last year before that. he went down with injury, TJ, how many games in the first? It was like three or four games where they were up three multiple touchdowns and they let teams and they come lost, back. And the defense, Miami was one of them. Yeah, uh, Miami yeah. was one. I think was that Buffalo game another one. Buffalo was another one. And um, yeah, I remember the Dolphins game. I, like that was that was insane. Yeah. That was yeah. Miami was one of them. Uh, uh, Buffalo was another one. Uh, was one of them. I think. New York was one of our oh, Jacksonville Giants, was definitely uh, one of them. Wasn't it, uh, no? Was he was the Giants another one? That, was he out by then? Oh uh, no, he was playing. No, he played. I, I don't know. I don't think he was out at all. Uh, by um, when they New played York. New York, when they played New York, but, no, yeah, he had, so he was seventeen to thirty-two, two hundred and ten yards. Okay, okay. And he had a uh, hundred. Um, he had seventy-seven yards on the ground. But they, but Baltimore was up. 13 10 uh, they were up i want to say 20 to 10 going into the you know in going in into the fourth, the fourth. yeah, yeah that's yeah. a that's a that's, quarter, if I'm that's not a mistaken. that's a two score lead you gotta you gotta, yeah, go, yeah. You gotta go through on that yeah um, I, look, I look at the score summary right now it was a 20 to 10 lead with 12 54 to go in the fourth quarter yeah that's a two uh that's well yeah that's still a two score lead that's yeah. still because you need a touchdown and they um and a two mm-hmm. to tie um, and we all know what happened in Jacksonville. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. young man got all the interceptions. Um, so, like, your other question, like, can the defense become a tough? I, I think what hurts teams with historically great, that's that has a great tradition of defense is the Ravens, the Steelers, the Bears, is that style of football doesn't exist anymore. You get what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. We're we, like we're so used to those teams, the ones I just named, being every year you could count on them being top five in defenses, top five in um like points allowed. Like like you knew for a fact, like when you played the teams I just listed, scoring was going to be at a premium. You are not going to score a lot of points. If you walked out of that scoring twelve points, fifteen points, it was a good day at the office. All right. Mm-hmm. But strictly speaking of Baltimore, those those Raven days, that that iron that iron curtain of defense that they had, them days is over with. Just mostly because of how the game is played today. Like I like the guys they got, right? You you paid Roquan Smith. Good. Patrick Queen, 
has been hit or miss. This is a contract year for him. Mm-hmm. How so this this is a big season for him. Um I don't know where the pressure is gonna come from off the edge. I don't know who who's that guy for them. I don't like I gotta pull up their roster. Uh it's um they have right now on the edge because they run a four three um yeah, they run a four three. Right now they have Odafi Owe and Justin Marubuke. Justin Marubuke. Good job. Michael Pierce. Also, no, 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 no. They, yeah, no, they have they have David Ojabo. My bad. Sorry about that. David Ojabo. And they got he Michael. Coming, he should be coming back. Yeah. Because David Ojabo Mike, was out last year, remember? Okay. And they got Michael. Yeah. And they got Michael Pierce at nose. They got yeah. It, mm-hmm. I, it's it it's rough, man. It's and that's kind of where it starts, right? When, when you don't have constant pressure up front, it's harder on everybody else. Me being the Bears fan, I know. Like, I literally just watched my team fail to generate enough pressure up front, and the rest of the defense suffered because of that. Like, it's... But I think the secondary should be sec- solid, though. Secondary's fine. You got Rocky Sin, I like Rock. Marlon Humphrey is, is always one of the top corners in the league. Mm-hmm. Marcus Williams is a solid free safety, and Kyle Hamilton is what? This is this is year two for him. Yeah, this is his sophomore yeah, year. Yeah, year right? two, year two. So yeah, yeah like secondary should be <clears throat> fine. Should be Se- totally fine, barring injury. Barring an injury, you know, happen. Hey, and it, you got Brent Urban and Angelo Blackson, former two, literally two former Chicago Bears, who are very solid players. They are in this rotation. Like they. Can they be a top five unit again? Like that's yeah, that that and that's perfect. Mm. Like 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 I, I, top ten. We talked about it yesterday with Pittsburgh. we talked. Yeah, can you be top ten? Yeah, like barring yeah, inch. Can you be top ten? Yeah. Like it's, I mean, like the way that the way the game was played today. Like I think that's the issue. Like they're so we're so used to the Ravens. And the Steelers and the Bears having these great, these lauded, these stout defenses, we're not used to seeing them. We're not used to seeing what they are now, especially the Ravens and the Steelers. Like this is, like this deep, like the way the game is played, it's just hard to play defense. I, I would, I hate, I feel bad for defenders in today's NFL because, like, I, a do, the only a, thing. Go ahead. The one thing about the the one thing about their defense, and that's why I'll say this: the only way it, I think it it'll be in better hands than the Pittsburgh Steelers, <clears throat> even though I like the Pittsburgh Steelers pass rush way better. But I think that you only face Burrow twice. You, I mean, you face Burrow twice. You face Lamar Jackson twice. You face, um, I mean, not Lamar Jackson uh, twice. You face Deshaun um, Watson. Uh, Deshaun Watson twice. Um, and then the only other two quarterbacks that really scare you this year are Justin Herbert and Jared Goff. And then also you can add in Geno Smith, but you're at home when you play Geno Smith. You're at home when you play Derek Goff. You're at, uh, you're on the road when you play um, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, and then, you know, also you, you know, you got to play two. So not really, you know, those quarterbacks don't really scare you outside of your division. So, you know, you, you play Houston, you play Indy, you play – you know Pittsburgh twice. You play Tennessee. Come on now, Arizona. Come on now. So, so when I look at the schedule as a whole, I do think the defense could creep up around the top five because they're gonna have some guineas. They, yeah, yeah, they, they got, they, they do got a couple. They're gonna have some. They're not gonna have the the type of competition or the gauntlet of quarterbacks outside of their division. Outside that division, no, but it, like, I, it's, it's like it's what I said against uh for Pittsburgh yesterday. Like, you're in their case, you, you chasing it's between you and your mind, it's between you and Cincinnati. No disrespect to Wash, uh, Washington, no disrespect to Cleveland, no disrespect to Pittsburgh, but in the Baltimore Ravens' mind, it's you and Cincinnati, and on from there, you worry about. Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, and uh, um, not Joe Burrow, um, Pat Mahomes, and so on and so forth, right? And you're like, like that, that, that's what they're going for. Like, when you just read off that schedule, can they be top five? Yeah, but at the same time, how how much weight are 
people going to put into it. Like, you literally just read off their schedule, right? Outside of their division, outside of their division, like, do they play? So you said they play uh, just the, the Chargers. Do they play the Chiefs, they too? Play, they play, they play, they don't play the Chiefs. They don't play they don't the play Chiefs. The- they don't play they play the they play the Colts, they play Houston, they play the Colts, they play Tennessee, Detroit, Arizona, Seattle, Los Angeles Chargers, the Los Angeles Rams, Jacksonville, San Francisco, Miami. So like their division. So they tough upon like they they their schedule, their conference, um they schedule is what NFC West, AFC South. Pretty and, much. And then you sprinkle in some some eyeballs here and there. All right, so NFC West, obviously we, we talked about San Fran. They don't I don't know what that what the plan is at quarterback for them. I don't know what the plan is at quarterback is for the Titans, the Colts, uh, the Dolphins. Like they Tua is on a game by game basis with me. Like one a one one concussion. I'm Tua should literally hang them up. Can they be top five? Yeah, but at the same time, when you look at the level of competition, like people care about that. Like we 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 see it all the time. It's like, oh, this team is their record is eight and two, but oh, but look who they played. They played this. They played. That's true. You get what I'm like. So I don't know. Like they gonna get they gonna get respected because it's the Ravens and they first class, right? Like, they, yeah, but they gonna get respected because they got a the, the division is gonna be tough to win. I think Kenny Pickett's going to be much improved too. I didn't even mention him, but he's not a guy where I'm like, "Oh, you got to face him twice." I'm scared. No, I'm, <laughs> he's yet to be, you know, he's he, yeah. he's yet to have he's yet to have that cachet with me. So Deshaun Watson, yes, Joe Burrow, yes, everybody else is just man. We don't know what we're going to get out of Matthew Stafford. We don't know what we're going to get out of Tua Tonga We don't know where we don't know what we're going to get out of the rookies in terms of Anthony. Richardson and and uh, um, what's his name uh, in Houston? Um, uh, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. So you, you know what I'm saying? Like the, you got some unknowns here and that you got, the Baltimore Ravens don't. are going to be facing outside of the division. So th- th- there's a chance. But I think top 10 is a more safe bet, David, because he's the one that came <laughs> up with these storylines. And we don't know. Um, uh, we also don't know what's going on in Arizona. We don't know. Right. Uh, oh, Arizona's going to be a, uh, you know, I, I can't even say I, it. I'm, well, I a shit show. We, it's going to be a shit show. I, we'll, we'll get to them, but I, if they get the first <laughs> over, if they get the first overall pick, no way do I see them moving off of Kyler Murray. That's just me, though. Oh, uh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. They'll, 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 they'll go ahead. They'll go ahead and go get a defensive player. They got the, or, if or they, an offensive lineman. They're not. They're not gonna move off of Kyler Murray like that. And who will be wide receiver? Oh, it's um. If he stay healthy, or they might trade there. the number one overall pick. Yeah, they might trade. They that might pick. trade down. Yeah, you know what I mean. Who who so, will be wide receiver number one? Odell. If oh he, yeah, that's 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 hands down. Yeah, bro. Odell was Odell was on his way to being Super Bowl MVP. Odell was like There's Odell was on his way to have being Super Bowl MVP. If he like. But he tore up his if knee. If he doesn't get hurt, if yeah, he doesn't, if he doesn't get, get hurt. hurt, like and how the, that's not that's not me fanboy fanboying out. Rams players themselves say, "Hey, Odell was going to win Super Bowl MVP because he he had three catches, like sixty five yards and a touchdown in like a quarter and a half of work." Because the Bengals were so content with like not content, so focused on not having Cooper Cup carve him up, that Odell was just having his way with whoever else was on him. Yeah, like, yeah. Odell was going to be Super Bowl MVP. And who going to be – we already know, in my opinion, option one in the Ravens' offense is Mark Andrews. As Mark long Andrews. as yeah. as long as, as he's running the route, he's option one. I, he's like, definitely I, option number one. Because I, uh, I forgot the stat I shared with y'all, but it was during um, – it was last year – it was like I forgot the the games Lamar Jackson played. All the um like Mark Andrews had like zero, what you call it, like zero um run blocks. So it's like like he was not <laughs> running straight seam routes. <laughs> like he <laughs> that's, that's all Lamar Jackson. That's all Mark Andrews runs. That's what he's known for running straight down the seam, big body, big body bends. 
You know, like, I'm gonna say this about I'm gonna say this about wide receiver number one. I'm gonna say this about the wide receiver core. I mm-hmm. think this is where I say that this offense is improved. This is where I say the expectations of Lamar Jackson are are the same as like you said at the beginning. Is that you're an MVP? You're an we MVP. expect you to be an MVP. We expect <laughs> you to take us to the AFC Championship and beyond. We expect you. We just paid you to be the highest quarterback player ever in the history of the NFL. We expect big things out of you, especially we went out and signed Odell Beckham Jr. Even though everybody, a lot of haters out there can say he's washed up or he's a shell of himself. Well, you didn't see when he came on and and just came in the middle of the season, picked up a playbook and started balling out for the Rams. Uh, Zay Flowers, one of the best college football, one of the best college wide receivers. Rashad Bateman, we still, it's an ABP out for his game still. But I think with those two, it'll open up his game. They mm-hmm. uh, signed Nelson Aguilar. Devin Duvernay is just a speed demon. I think mm-hmm. the Ravens could be able to spread three, four wide sets with Mark Andrews in the scene. And Lamar Jackson's going to have all types of field to run mm-hmm. next year. <laughs> so Odell Beckham's your number one wide receiver. But the Baltimore Ravens are going to be spreading out four. Mark Andrews in the in the scene, and if everything breaks down, guess what? Lamar Jackson's take taking off. off. Take off. <laughs> so, um, yes, to answer your question, David, since you came up with storylines, Odell right. Beckham is going to be your number one wide receiver. I right. don't expect a rookie to be that, and I don't expect Rashad Bateman, who has not shown me. He got to come back. I, what you call it? I, I, I think the bigger storyline here is i think it's sad that this is arguably the best receiving core he's played with since coming into the absolutely NFL. absolutely hey that's that's what's not being talked about enough um and it, like you got bateman you got flowers you brought in odell beckham you still got devin duvernay who i see devin duvernay is a solid he's a solid player I don't think he's a number one on anybody's team. If he's your number one option, then you got problems, and the Ravens definitely had that problem. Um, he's a slot guy. Yeah, like it's so that I think that should be the higher cast at the organization. Like this is the best receiving core, weapon tree, like web arsenal that you've given Lamar Jackson to work with since you've had him as your quarterback and I don't I don't like that that's not being talked about enough like everybody wanted to focus on Lamar and calling him this calling him that like Lamar was called a diva for want like for wanting his money yeah give me give me what I'm owed like they used every excuse in the book to like not justify paying him Oh, he only had he's only won one playoff game. He got uh, that hey, so what? I want I'm an MVP. I'm an MVP pay me. I uh, what MVP has not gotten paid? And Lamar Jackson's only what? 26? 20 he's like what, something like 25? that. 25? Something like that. 25, something. He's in his mid twenties. And because he, he was one of the youngest quarterbacks that enter the league. Um so yeah, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson definitely deserved everything, every penny that he got. Um, because, I mean, we saw it, right? You yeah. know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, he goes down, they got Tyler Huntley. Oh, he got, they got Josh Johnson or whoever makeshift quarterback that, that can run an a, a option, a spread option, or, or or whatever the case is. And they Tyler Huntley's okay, but he's not Lamar Jackson. He ain't Lamar. The show, they, they become offensively inept. Without Lamar Jackson, that offense is built Lamar around Lamar Jackson. If they want to be successful, they have to re-sign Lamar Jackson. You know, so he's he's he 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 and he showed the ability. And a lot of people want to hate on him and say that he can't throw the football. Lamar Jackson, let me tell you, man, he has a better completion percentage than Ben Roethlisberger, a Hall ben, of Famer, and Ben going to the Hall. So. Also, the, the year like I'm tired of that narrative too. Like, oh, he can't throw. The year he won MVP, he led the league in passing touchdowns. But he can't throw. Yeah, but he right? can't throw. But he can't throw. He can't throw. Like, is it can't? Like, is it he can't throw, or he has no one to throw to outside of Mark Andrews? 
That's exactly. And and his and his wide receiver, he doesn't have a wide receiver that garners up the attention like a Odell Beckham is, where a safety's gonna have to be over the top, right? You know, where they're gonna shade him to the sideline or shade him to whatever play design is. So that means Zay Flowers and Rashad Bateman are gonna get a lot of one on ones or they're gonna be wide open. Or Michael Andrews is gonna be I mean, you can't leave Beckham open and double Andrews. You can't double Beckham and, and leave Mark Andrews open with a linebacker or yeah. a cornerback. It's gonna be a long day at the office. It's gonna be a long day at the office. So um, so yeah, I expect a lot of big things out of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh very exciting to um, you know, uh, for the 2023 season for them. Um, anyways, moving in to their NFL draft, uh TJ. You tell me, what do you rate their NFL draft? They first round, they went and got Zay Flowers, a wide receiver out of Boston College. Then third round, they went and got Trent Timpson, linebacker out of Clemson. Okay. Then they got Tavavius, Tavavius Robinson, Edge out of Ole Miss in the fourth round. Kaya Blue, Kelly, cornerback out of Stanford in the fifth round. Uh, Maliza, I am Uwe Lalulu, <laughs> offensive tackle out of Oregon. <laughs> and Andrew Voorhees, guard out of USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Which I think the kid, the tackle out of Oregon, may, you know, go for go for that tackle spot. You know, may compete for that left tackle spot or right tackle spot. All right. So I think the issue that they had uh, with Zay Flowers, not that he was a, not that he wasn't a first round pick, is I think everybody wanted the Ravens to get that big body guy that. Uh, who, I, I guess like a like like a DK Metcalf like in terms of stature like six four two two and a quarter two thirty you know like everybody came every six four two two thirty dude ain't gonna be as fast as DK Metcalf let's just get that out in the open but I think that's the, the I think that's the kind of guy that folks in Baltimore wanted um i don't know if that was I, I don't remember if there was a guy like that available in the draft especially in the first round uh who, but like it like so like when you look around the at the receiving core like zay flowers is zay, zay flowers is small zay flowers is like five what five ten on a good day five ten on a good day about one about 190 ish Mm-hmm. Right, Odell Beckham, small. Rashad Bateman, small. Like, I think that's what the one thing they wanted in Baltimore was that that one receiver, that six four, two thirty matchup nightmare, red zone threat. And they didn't get that, but the, you got Zay Flowers, and Zay Flowers is one of the best route runners to come out in this draft. So, like, you got that going. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Again, the thing that's that, another thing I was gonna say. He's one of the best route runners out of college football. Um, when it when it comes down to it, he's probably he's so well put together his route tree that and he's I mean, and he's bulked up. He bulked up. Yeah. He, uh, what you call it? I, I I remember his pre his pre draft stuff. He was like one eighty. Like he's like 175, 180. And by the time the combine and the draft rolled around, he had put on like 15, 20 pounds of muscle. So he's like Zay Flowers is like one one ninety-five, close to two hundred now. Mm-hmm. And you you kind of need that when you're that miniature in size. Like again, you like you five ten on, on a good day. Five like I, I, you, I'm talking about five ten with the cleats, like with the rubber cleats that give you a little boost in your height. Is you know the cleats I'm talking about, the ones that go click clack, the ones that go click clack when you walk when you walk on concrete. <laughs> uh, right. Oh man, yeah, no, I know I, the screw ons. I love those. Guys. Yes, the screw ons. Um, Trent, yeah. Trent Simpson could put could potentially be a replacement. For uh, Patrick Queen, depending on how this season goes, for Patrick Queen, if they don't have, if, if Patrick Queen doesn't produce the way that they want him to, you get a cheaper option and Pat and Trenton Simpson. You can just move off Patrick Queen and slide Simpson yeah, right on in one of the outside linebacker yeah. positions. Yep. Slide slide Simpson right into that spot. Uh, I don't know too much about. Uh, Robinson about oh about Trevavius Robinson. So he has an interesting story. So Trevavius Robinson was actually born in Canada, 
and hmm. he yeah so, so he was born in canada and he went to school and he played football in canada and he went to this school called the university of golf and uh he played you know he played football he was following um his uh you know his uncle's footsteps and you know his uncle played for the cfl uh, but I guess the season got canceled during COVID, so he was looking to transfer to, um, a, you know, an American university that was playing football that season. So he ended up, you know, choosing and com- he ended up sell- setting, uh, sending a highlight video, um, you know, out, and they posted it on social media, and then he received, you know, several offers. I mean, the kid's big, 6'6", 265. Um, he chose Ole Miss over LSU, Nebraska, San Diego State, among others, um, who decided to give him a scholarship. Uh, but yeah, no, he he he's a he's a monster, man. His last season, he had uh, he started all thirteen games. He had seven sacks, five forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. He runs a four six six forty. He's six six two sixty five. So he's a you know a prototypical defensive end that you're gonna want, um, you know, for your team. He's six six and a quarter. Yes. Yeah. So he's a big boy. He's a big boy, and he's fast too, fluid. So. Um, so yeah, no, if I had to look at the draft, I mean, um, and then, uh, Lalulu, um, from Oregon, um, just looking him up, you know, you know, he's a solid, uh, you know, pickup as well, uh, for them as well. He might, you know, contend for a starting spot, but you know, if I had to look at the draft, it's a solid B. I mean, Zay Flowers pretty much is the, is, is, is what you look for when you're looking at this class. Trent Simpson, we'll see what he turns into. He's there for depth. So is the Tavius Robinson as well. And, um, uh, you know, we already talked about the other guys. They're, they're all there for depth. But I think all of them will make the team, though. That's mm. But I'm going to give it a B. You give it a B? Yeah. I, I concur. I think, obviously, no. Uh, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to the rest of the gentlemen drafted, but – Honestly, like most 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 fans of teams only really care about their first round draft pick if they have them. Um, <laughs> right. I'm I'm no I'm I'm being serious, right? I you as a Packer fan, were you not pissed off that they drafted Jordan Love in the top ten when they when when that went down? Like, like were Packer fans not upset at that? Like that that happens. So yeah, here, no, no you right, you right. So the Raven, but, Raven fans probably I know they 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 want the other guys to be successful and contribute any way they can, but they really only care about what Zay Flowers is going to give them on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That and that's that's all that matters. I mean, to them in the draft class, right? If we got Zay Flowers, he's going to be our number two because we already got Odell Beckham. What? How can he? adapt to the pro game coming from the college level yeah, it's a big adjustment for big adjustment it's a big adjustment for a lot of a lot of rookies um the windows I, are tighter the, well, the, yeah the, yeah the, yeah when we're, we're tighter the, yeah, you when, know like legit legit separate like you're not you're not gonna make a run a post route or a flag route and, and your defender is gonna be yeah 10 yards away from you and you're going to be wide open to catch the football like it's practice. No, you're going to have the hard degree of difficulty catches at the next level. Catches where it's in windows, catches where you got to go over the middle, and you see a Roquan Smith, or you see somebody that's, a, 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 a you know, Al Shazir Shazir, mm-hmm. you know, running over the middle on you. Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner. You know, <laughs> so... You know, you're gonna you're gonna see you're you're, you're, you're it's an adjustment. It's a, you hear it's footsteps. A, it's, a, it's ghost out there, and it's it's, a, it's not for the weekend. That's why guys like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson are special because Randy Moss. They're in the same breath as those guys. Jerry and, Rice. Like, they're all special the, because year one they they knew how to play the game. And here's the thing, right? I, it the game comes at you. The game comes at you differently. Like Jamar Chase struggled his first two games in the nfl his breakout game was week three against the chicago bears he caught his first couple touchdowns of the season that game right joe burrow struggled that game joe burrow threw three ugly picks 
in that game against the Bears. And all of a sudden, he throws he throws a couple dots to Jamar Chase and the others. And it's like, okay, let me I'm I'm settled down. Let me do this. But fortunately for the Bears, it was too little, too late. Um you Shoot, guys Joe got Brown first season, he was getting his head knocked in. Getting his he head knocked in. I mean, his first two years, pretty much, but his second year, I mean, at least he had his own boy from LSU come and he, I, you got, uh, I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to think of somebody who like the, like the game may slow down for him to like a, especially like a receiver. Like it took him like a year. It's like Krista, not not a whole season, but Christian Watson, perfect example. Nine games. Nine games. Didn't hear from Christian Watson. The last seven, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Had seven what it's end of the year with seven touchdowns. End of the year with seven touchdowns. So yeah. Like it's 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 a big adjustment, right? Everybody ain't gonna come out the gate running. Everybody ain't gonna be Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase or Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham had a great rookie year, great rookie season, yeah. Right. So it's that's not gonna like that's not if you if you go in expecting that, fine, that's fine. But don't be surprised if it don't happen that way for you. That's the, and there's a reason why when Justin Jefferson had did had the season he had. And Jamar Chase had the season he had. He was in the same breath. They were in the same breath as Jerry Rice and Randy Moss, Megatron. There's only a few or a handful wide receivers that, you know, Larry Fitzgerald. You know, I'm not naming, you know what I'm saying, TJ? I'm naming guys yeah. that are top 10 all time. All time. You know, and so not, not everybody's going to be top 10 all time. Right. Not everybody's going to be top 10 all time. Yeah. You know, I think Jamar Chase and and, and, and and Justin Jefferson, when it's all said and done, will be looking, will be knocking on the door. But this game has just seen so many great wide receivers. Well, but that's another conversation for for another day. Um, looking at their free agency roster, uh, we already talked about Odell Beckham. They re- they signed uh, Rocky Asin from uh, Vegas, signed Nelson Aguilar, and then lost Ben Powers, Calais Campbell, who was a little was a little over the top here, but that's, top. Marcus Peters, Justin Houston. And the Drake, David would be happy about that one. The Drake, Kenyon Drake, they lost him as well. Man, why him? One Campbell, Marcus Peters, Justin Houston. Damn man, 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 won him one fantasy title. He's been on Kenyon Drake the whole since ever since. Um, oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, Calais Campbell, a little long in the tooth, unfortunately. That's what happens. Um, Marcus Peters was he was more uh, well, he was more gambled than anything. Like the the issue with Marcus Peters is like, yeah, he gonna get you, but you're gonna get him a lot because he gambles a lot. A lot. He like he 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 gambles a lot. So I think the sec like, we talked about it earlier. Like I think the secondary is gonna be fine. Rockison, Kyle Hamilton. Uh, you kept um. Uh, the, uh, I literally said his name earlier. You kept um uh, Marlon Humphrey. You still got Marcus yeah, Williams. Yeah. It's like the the issue with that is like uh, with all these dudes. Like hey, just stay healthy. Like we what was it? It was either this year, it was the last year or the year before. Like the entire secondary just got ripped to shreds. Yeah. It got, <laughs> it got ripped to shreds. Like, Marcus Peters was one of them. Yeah. And <clears throat> on top of that, like you got you you got you got your top guys getting hurt. And then your backups getting ripped because they're not used to playing starter starter starting roles. And it's just yeah, it was it was ugly. Uh I think the main focus for them in free agency, I don't think the reason I don't think they did much is because like their main priority was keeping Ode, uh keeping uh Lamar, like paying Lamar. I think that was the main yeah. focus. No. Yeah, no, no, that, that should have been the main focus. But yeah, I, I, I do think that the free agents that they brought in Odell Beckham, he's going to be your number one wide receiver. He's going to pay dividends for that offense, especially if he's healthy. Rocky Asin is a good player. Nelson Aguilar, man. Um, <laughs> losing a guy like Calais Campbell, he's over the hill. I mean, let's face it. 
You had David Ajabo, who was waiting there in the wings, recovering from having a, a knee surgery, knee surgery right? injury in, the, in in the college football playoff. That makes Calais Campbell expendable. Marcus Peters, they went in. I mean, they were you know getting guys back healthy already. I think you know Marcus Peters is going to want a lot of money. Thing. So Justin Houston, another guy over the top. King and Drake, he doesn't fit the. I mean, he's not fitting the scheme. They already have two guys. They expect Gus Edwards to come back. Yada yada yada. So I think that this is a a, a good free agency. I think sign. Oh, it's a it's a B for me because of Odell. I I say yeah, B B plus because Rocky Austin's a good player, and he's gonna he's gonna pay dividends for that secondary. <laughs> A B, I give it a B minus. Uh, I, I I do wish they would have made. I mean, I do wish they would have made another another move. I, the fact that no one has picked up Yannick Ngakwe is kind of surprising. He knows you're gonna pick him up though. But but why not? He knows your system. You need you can never. Know. He he knows your system. He been there. You you definitely can never have too many pass rushers. You why not? Why not? I, I don't see. I, I think that I think that ended in a bad. I think, think they ended in the bad way. Yeah, I, I don't think that, yeah. that that'll work out. I don't think that'll work out. But but I do I do think that the Ravens, like you said, they aren't done. They could still very well much add DeAndre Hopkins to this mix. They could. So you talking about no Odell is not your number one no more. If they add DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is your number one. Oh, everybody else your number two. <laughs> everybody, everybody drops down the slide, right? Uh, yes. DeAndre, so. it go DeAndre, it go what you call it? DeAndre Andrews at two, Odell at three, Bateman, Bateman, Duvernay, Flowers. Hey, go from there. Uh, I'll, I think I'll, that actually happens though. You think he goes to Baltimore? I think I think, I think I think he goes to Baltimore. It's either. Baltimore or New England, but I think I think he goes to Baltimore. Mm. He goes to Baltimore, or or Cle- there's a Cleveland chance with Deshaun Watson, but there's a Cleveland. Yeah. I want to win a ring. I want to win a ring, right? That's what he's you know. Yeah. So so maybe maybe best chance maybe the Chiefs. I don't know. Can they afford them? No, but that's <laughs> neither here or there. I guess you know. But I I just think that they they can add another piece, but. You are right in general. I mean, they could have added, you know, but they did do a do a solid in the draft. They did add some guys like, you know, like the young kid out of Ole Miss that we talked about. They did add a Trenton Simpson. They did add some defensive guys, some younger guys that can fill Calais Campbell, Justin Houston's shoes. So, or spots. So, and then Marcus Peters, they added the kid out of Stanford who's a big cornerback as well who's going to, you know, add some depth to the – DB room. So, anyways, moving on to the last subject, and that is their schedule prediction time, ladies and gentlemen. And week one, those Houston Texans come into town. Uh, Who's winning this game? Next game. Next game. <laughs> one and all sweep it. Then they go into Cincinnati and play Joe Burrow. Who's winning this game here? I think they split. With the Cincinnati Bengals, I think it's a home and home, so I got them at one and one going into the Colts game. Yeah, Colts game. So, I think they yeah, win think they against the Colts, so it's a two and one. It's two and one for me on the yeah, season. Then they go into Cleveland, um, and face the Browns. How do you see that shaking out? Um, I got them beating Cleveland. I got them at three and one. Me too. I got them at three and one as well. Um, beating Cleveland. Um, and then the week five, they go into Pittsburgh. How do you see that one shaking out? Do they beat Pittsburgh? Uh, how do we have it for Pittsburgh? Uh, yesterday, did we have them splitting? Um, I had them splitting. Um, or did you for Pittsburgh? Yeah, I had no, I don't know. You know, no, 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 Yo, no, we I had them sweeping. We had them sweeping. We had, I we had them sweeping. I had, I had Cincinnati and Baltimore sweeping Pittsburgh. So, yeah, I got Pittsburgh winning both games against. I mean, I got um, the Ravens winning both games. All right. Uh, what's that? Four, four and one. Yep, four and one. Uh, oh, Tennessee. We could just go. You know, next right after week six, <laughs> five it's, and one. It's crazy because like Derrick Henry, we, like Derrick Henry has been a thorn in the Ravens' side 
on more than one occasion. Like we saw him like with the jump pass in the playoffs against them. They Tennessee won that game. And I think Baltimore went to them for a playoff game. And I think that's the only playoff game he's won, Lamar Jackson. But the I can see them winning that. I can see uh yeah, Baltimore winning that just because I don't again I don't know what the quarterback situation is. Like if the if the game plan is just to turn around and hand the ball to Derrick Henry forty times a game, then no, that's just not the recipe to win. So what what we got him at like six and one, five and one? Six and yeah, yeah. So there yeah, that was a, a week six game. So I had him at five and one going into their um week seven matchup against uh Detroit. At home, yeah, and then like you said, the, the uncertainty at the quarterback position, Malik Willis obviously is getting phased out. They drafted Will Levis, and uh, Ryan Tannehill's pretty much being phased out as well in Tennessee. So, um, but how do you see them uh shaking out against Detroit? They lose I got at home against yeah. Detroit. Yeah, I got them losing to Detroit. I got I them beating Detroit. I got them beating Detroit at home. They're they're six and one for me on the season. Because I think it's gonna go like this. Like I think coming off that game against Pittsburgh, I think like Tennessee is the per like Tennessee is a trap game. Like they they like that's the territory they're in. Tennessee is a trap game. All right, no one's expecting mm-hmm. them to do a damn thing. So it's going like this: if they beat Tennessee, they lose to Detroit. If they lose to Tennessee, they beat Detroit. Mm. I got I them. Beat, I got them. I got them beating Tennessee, so they're gonna lose some Detroit. It's a it's a twelve o'clock game. Um, it's a uh, is that a Sunday game? It's a Sunday twelve o'clock game. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I got them beating. I got them beating um, Detroit though at six and one. And then week eight, they go into the toaster, the big toaster, and play Arizona. How do you see that one shaking out? Next game. Next game, <laughs> I got the Ravens right now, seven and one, and probably the um, best record in the AFC. Seven and one, best record in the AFC right now. Well, I got them at what six and six and two, yeah, six, six and two. And two. Up there with me. Um, so yeah, week nine, they go they go back home for a three game homestand, and they start the homestand off against Seattle. How do you see that one shaking out? Week nine. Well, that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be a good game. That is going to be a very good game. What you think? Um, I think on I think Seattle's more dangerous at home than on the road. And at this point, I think the Baltimore Ravens are in a groove. They're what eight, seven, and one in my book. You know, I got them beating Seattle at home. They're eight and one. They're on a they've gone on a seven game win streak since they lost week two for me. I think going into the matchup against Cincinnati. I think I'm also gonna give them a W. I think Seattle. Uh, you can't catch nobody off guard this season. Everybody, you're not the surprise anymore. Everybody knows how you how you coming. Um. Yeah, I got him seven and two. Seven and two beats Seattle, and then Cleveland comes into town and uh, faces the Ravens. How do you see that one shaking out on a Week Ten matchup? That's an afternoon game. I got them sweeping the Browns. I got them sweeping the Browns too. I'm sorry, I got them sweeping the Browns too. They're nine and one in my book. Eight game win streak so far. Going into the matchup, the Thursday night matchup against Cincinnati at home to end the three-game homestand. How do you see this one shaking out? They beat Cincinnati because I said they split, and it's going to be a home at home. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they yeah. – yeah. Yeah, I got them splitting as well. I got them at 10-1 and one against the – like on the season right now. The, the, the Baltimore Ravens right now are, are the best team in football right now. I got them at nine and two. In my opinion, the way the way the, the the schedule's shaking out right now, and then they go um, on the road to face Los Angeles on a Sunday night game, and they got to face Justin Herbert in the Chargers. How do you see that one shaking out? Uh, I'm gonna give that one to the Chargers. 
I I totally agree. I think I think you know they got to come down from this roller coaster ride. Uh, not roller coaster ride, but they got to come down eventually. So I do think that on the road against the Chargers, have, you know, another good team in the AFC. I think the Chargers a prime time game. I think the Chargers win this one at home. Um, and so I, I got the I got them at ten and two going into their week thirteen bye week. And this is the bye week you want, ladies and gentlemen. You want a week thirteen bye week because then you got five more games on the slate to go. Not no week what six like the Steelers. Yeah, like week six, like like super early in the in what the, the hell? in the season. Yeah. So and, yeah, and then they come back home after bye week and they go against the Rams. Um, how do you see this one shaking out? So the Rams. I think. I think they lose to the Rams because they look in the air at the Jacksonville, and they beat Jacksonville. Mm. It all depends. The Rams, it all depends. I think the Rams are an interesting team this year. I don't know if we covered them. I don't know if we covered them, you know, so far. But, you know, it all depends on how healthy Matthew Stafford is, right? If he's healthy, Cooper Cup is healthy. Um, I think that they improved the offensive line. I think they're well, not younger, but I think they have some guys on D that can play that are going to step up next year. I think that team could be competitive. Next season, push for a playoff seat. It's going to be a rough go for them for a couple years. Um, Again, they have they have no money to make moves in free agency. They have no draft capital to build through the draft. They have no tradable ass the the tradable assets they have right now. They're not moving like they're not trading Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald is going to be a Raven, Raven, a Ram to the day he dies. Um, mm-hmm. Stafford isn't worth the, the draft capital that you gave up to get him. Um, Cooper Cup, I don't think you trade him either. So the, the, the Rams are going to be, they're going to be down for the next handful of years. Obviously, it's to the, if you ask them, it's worth it because the ultimate goal was achieved, right? They got that chip. They got that ring. They won the chip. Yep. So I just think I just think at this moment in time it's interesting. Are we gonna have a healthy Stafford? Are we gonna have a a a, a young up and coming Rams defense that's fast? That's supposed to be fast, athletic, all of the nine the whole nine yards. I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about Matthew Stafford anymore. After the back injuries really suck, and we know they're reoccurring. So hey, it's, it's back, it's back, it's elbow, final, it's, it's elbow, it's everything. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Baltimore Ravens with a much needed win at home, um, off the bye week. And right now, I got them at I think uh, I got them like 12 and two. I, mean, I got them at uh, 11 and two right now. I think I got them at like what 10 and 10 and three. 10 and 3, 10 and 4, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then after that, they go on the roll for two very, very tough road games against Jacksonville and San Francisco. Do they win either one of those games? They win. They beat Jacksonville, but I think they lose to San Francisco. I agree with you. I do think that they can beat Jacksonville, but I do think that they do lose to San Francisco. It's just something about going – I mean, you're going from – you know, Florida all the way. To, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just don't like that swing. Um, but it's a Monday night game uh, against San Francisco. But I just think that that defense is going to be vaunted. It's going to be scary by this time of the year uh, on the road. But I do think it is going to be a close game, though. Uh, Lamar Jackson, if if he's healthy, this is one of those games where it's like, hey man, let's close the show. Um, but I do got them splitting that. And then after that, uh, Godly, what do I got them at? Um, Whatever. I'll, I'll calculate. I think it's like 13 and 2 right now. Um, <laughs> and then I got them I got them going back. They go back home for the last two games uh, against Miami and Pittsburgh. How do you see those two games shaking out? Uh, like I said, I got them sweeping Pittsburgh, so that's a win. Um, I think Miami. Uh, give me... 
Give me Baltimore, Justin Tucker walking off. I got them losing to Miami, beating Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. So I got them at 14 and three on the season. Um, and I think that's good enough for what the number one overall seed, number one seed in the AFC. Well, depending on what KC do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could very well see them being, you know, 14 and three. That, that is what the schedule looks like to me. 14 wins, 13 wins, maybe possibly 15 wins, but in between 12, like if you get 12 wins, you're teetering on me, maybe being disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going that far. But I, got him, but I got him at 13 wins, though. I got him at 13, 14, at 14 wins, though. 14 is number one T in the AFC. If they go 12 and 5, 13 and 4, that's a full. Depending on what Cincinnati do, that, that, hey, that, that could win the division. I I wholeheartedly agree, but I think I think I think fourteen wins definitely wins that division. Fourteen wins definitely gets them AFC number one number one seed. And you know, huh, playoff time come around. Now it's, this is where you really earn your money, Lamar Jackson. You know? Absolutely. Playoff time come around. You gotta take them there now. You can win all the regular season games you want. You can win all the regular season awards all you want, but if you want, if they, that don't equate to playoff success, then you ain't What's worth not one red cent of of that two hundred sixty mil that they just gave. So, I ain't going that far either. <laughs> no, well, 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 no, no, no. I, I mean, he's worth it. He's worth it because he's always gonna keep your team in contention. But I mean, if 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 you if you pull an Andy Dalton on me. He said, "If you pull you know? it, Dalton." Okay. <laughs> he said, "You know, you know, what I'm talking about if you pull it, you know, Andy Dalton, they, they never win a playoff game. Come on, man! All those good teams in Cincinnati. Oh, Marvin Lewis, man! Come on, dog! Never won a playoff. How many times they went to the playoffs? Seven times. That was more. That, that that was that was more that was more um, Marvin Lewis. More so. to it. More Marvin yeah. Lewis. More to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, my my point is is that you have to have some type of playoff success. I I don't want to Lamar Jackson. If you're fourteen and three going into the playoffs, you better at least make it to the AFC Championship game. That's fair. That's that's fair, right? That's, that's fair. Okay, I'm not I'm not too harsh on. Him. I'm not too harsh. I'm not too harsh on. Him. I'm not too harsh on him, ladies and gentlemen. But anyways, that's been a wrap. I got him at 14 and 3. I don't think that's right. But uh <laughs> I got him at 14 and 3. Um, ladies and gentlemen, go ahead, please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast there at Prime Sports World on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And in case you missed us in this live feed, me and TJ can't be heard on all podcast platforms where podcasts can't be heard. That's Facebook, Apple, uh, that's Apple Music, Samsung, Amazon iHeartRadio and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen, as Prime Sports World brings you the heat, bring you the consistent content 365 days out the year, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and TJ, man, you have a great, glorious rest of your weekend. As I, David will be back here on Monday, ladies and gentlemen, to host, um, I don't even know what's on the schedule. We're going to have to figure it out this weekend. We look at that. We're going to have to look at that. So, yes, but, uh, yes, we'll be back here on Monday, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Please drink responsibly. Um, and, uh, yes, go ahead and have some fun. Go ahead and catch a baseball game. Go ahead and catch, uh, catch some basketball. That's what I'm about to do right now. So. Indeed. As, indeed. But, anyways, in case I missed you, Good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Sayonara, suckers, as I like to say. Damn, peace, baby.